The LA Kings get ready for a stretch of three straight games against three straight division leaders. It starts tonight with the Dallas Stars. We'll give you a preview of that game. Plus, with the Kings on the verge of the halfway point of the season, we'll revisit our five questions for the Kings that we had at the start of the season. That and more on this edition of Locked on LA Kings. You are Locked on Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked on LA Kings, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked on LA Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube as well. Please like and subscribe if you're enjoying this content. We are at 1,060 subscribers at last check. Like to get to 1,100 by the end of the month if we can. Uh, also, you only need to subscribe once uh, to the show, but if you would like to like each episode, that would help us out as far as the algorithm and people being able to find the show on YouTube. Uh, please and thank you if you decide to do that. Uh, I'm Eddie Garcia, your host of Locked on LA Kings. I've worked in sports media for almost 30 years. For the past 20-plus years, I've been at the Fox Sports Radio Network, also co-host of the Puck Podcast. It's a weekly NHL review show that's been putting out content for the past 16 years and a passionate LA Kings fan for the past 30 years. Went to my first Rose Bowl game uh, yesterday, which was fun. Uh, the granddaddy of them all, the oldest college football bowl game in existence. And kind of one of those things, I think if you're a sports fan in Southern California, I would encourage you to to check that out if you haven't already. Of course, I've been to the Rose Bowl itself several times, but had never actually gone to a Rose Bowl game, uh, which is usually on January 1st, but that landed on a Sunday this year. So they move it to uh, January the 2nd. But obviously the parade, uh, that goes along with it there in Pasadena. I've never done that. I probably, if I was going to do it this year, probably would have been a good year because my alma mater, Fresno State, their marching band was participating in the Rose Bowl parade. But it does seem like a lot of work. Got to get up really early and kind of stake out your your spot and whatnot. And I I was in the marching band uh, as a high schooler, and my my wife makes fun of me, says I was a band nerd. But it was actually a really big deal at our school, and we were kind of a prestigious group and got to travel around the country. So it was actually pretty cool. So I'm kind of into marching bands a little bit. Um, the floats and stuff seem kind of cool. So I don't know, haven't done it yet, but it seems like something maybe I should do. You know, there's, there's things on the list that when you live in Southern California, you should probably check out, you know, you live here and, but you kind of get stuck in that thing of, well, well, it's here. It's, it's here anytime I want to do it. So I don't have to, there's no urgency to do it. And then you find out like, 10 years go by and you still haven't gone to Griffith Park or I don't know, something, something like, like that. Haven't, I haven't gone to see a, a TV show recorded here, you know, in, in, in Los Angeles. I should do that probably experience some of the things that people travel across the country and the world to come here and experience. But anyway, went to the Rose bowl and uh, saw Penn state uh, beat Utah. Good crowd on hand. Um, good stuff. Good stuff. I was glad I went. Um, so you're here to obviously talk about the LA Kings and uh, or have, have me talk about the Kings. Uh, they start a stretch of three straight games against three straight division leaders tonight at home against the Central Division leading Dallas Stars. Kings also have games coming up against the Atlantic Division and NHL leading Boston Bruins. That's on Thursday and then Saturday on the road in Vegas to take on the Pacific Division leading Golden Knights, so a pretty tough stretch for the LA Kings coming up here over their next three games. LA checking in 
uh, with a 21-13-6 record for tonight's game. That is second in the Pacific Division with 48 points. Uh, this is the second meeting of the season between the Kings and the Dallas Stars. Kings lost in Texas back on November the 1st, 5-2. Cal Peterson was in net in that one. Uh, he allowed five goals uh, in the loss, and we're going to talk more about Cal a little bit later. Um, expect Phoenix Copley to be in net for the Kings in the rematch. He is currently riding a six-game winning streak. Philip Deneau, the hottest L.A. King right now as far as the skaters go, he's riding a seven-game point streak and is one of six L.A. Kings to have hit double digits in goals so far this year as we approach the halfway point of the season. According to friend of the show, Zach Dooley, the Kings insider, Trevor Moore and Arthur Kaliev are still day-to-day with their uh, with their minor injuries, uh, but don't expect them in the Kings lineup tonight. Uh, the Kings are looking to bounce back from a very disappointing loss to close out the calendar year at home Saturday against the lowly Philadelphia Flyers. Uh, as for the Dallas Stars, they have been rolling behind young star Jason Robertson, who is a Southern California native. At least he was born in Arcadia. Um, also goalie Jake Ottinger, another young player that's really been the backbone for the Stars in net. Um, as for Jason Robertson, he is top 10 in the NHL in both points and goals. He is third in goals with 25 and fifth in points with 54. So he is certainly a guy the Kings are going to have to pay close attention to tonight. Uh, and some of their veteran players for the Dallas Stars are performing uh, well also, uh, like old Shark Joe Pavelski, who just signed a contract extension, uh, and also Jamie Benn, who's been with the Stars for a long, long time. They're having some good seasons as well. So it's a mix of young and old getting it done for the Dallas Stars. Uh, right now, the Stars lead the Central Division by five points over the Winnipeg Jets with an overall record of 23-9-6 and six for 52 points. Kings are looking to get back on track, as I mentioned. When they had those wins over the Vegas Golden Knights and the Colorado Avalanche, they were uh, looking very good. Their best back-to-back wins of the season, in my opinion. Then they stubbed their toe against the Philadelphia Flyers. So hopefully we see the Kings team that we saw against the Golden Knights and the Abs, and not so much the team we saw in their last game against the Flyers. As for the Stars, they are currently riding a four-game winning streak. Uh, in their last game, they beat the Sharks in Dallas 5-2. to Face-off for the Kings and the Dallas Stars set for tonight, 7 p.m. at Crypto.com Arena. Uh, it will not be televised locally. The game is going to be televised nationally on ESPN. Uh, you can, as always, listen to the Kings on the LA Kings iHeart audio network. So again, real, real tough test for the LA Kings coming up over their next three games. Three straight division leaders starts tonight with the first game of 2023 against the Dallas Stars, and then again Thursday against the Boston Bruins, and Saturday in Vegas against the Golden Knights. Three really tough tests for the LA Kings. Looking forward to see how the Kings step up to the challenge. As for the Stars game tonight, that is game number 41 of the NHL season for the LA Kings, meaning after this game, we are at the halfway point of the season for the LA Kings. And I thought we should check in on our five things to look for going into this season for the LA Kings and see how things have kind of played out um, as far as what we were anticipating at the start of the year. And of course, one of the top five things we were all wondering to see, would the Kings big offseason acquisition of Kevin Fiala have an impact on the Kings offense and make them better? Um, I think that specific question, I'm not sure if that has been the case. I think other players have stepped up as well. Other players have continued what they did a year ago, which we're going to talk about in a moment. But I think, and I mentioned this probably a few weeks ago, I think Kevin Fiala has been as advertised. I think he has played about as well as uh, expectations were for him 
to come into the season. Has he been an impact player for the Kings? Absolutely. Has he made a difference in the Kings being better and more dangerous off- offensively? Absolutely. As far as the numbers go itself, he was coming off a career year in his last year with the Minnesota Wild. 33 goals, 52 assists for 85 points, all career highs. Now, did we expect him to repeat those numbers in Los Angeles? I would say no, but we did expect him to come close to some of those numbers. In in other words, we did not expect a significant drop-off. We thought that his career year was kind of his coming out party and that these were he was going to put up similar numbers going forward. And I think that has been the case so far. Right now, Kevin Fiala is on pace for 20 goals, which is a little bit less than I think we had anticipated. And we'll see. He can pick it up in the second half of the season and maybe get closer to the 30-goal mark where we're all hoping to, to have him get. I, I think 25 to 30 goals would have been the, the expectation for Kevin Fiala. So he's not far off that pace. Uh, he's also on pace for uh, 54 assists, which would eclipse what he had a year ago. So certainly on pace for what we were looking for there. And 74 points he's on pace for this season, uh, which would be 11 more points less than he had in his career year last year. But I think that's in the ballpark. I would I would have said, you know, 25 to 30 goals, uh, 50 to 55 points, 75 to 80 points for Kevin Fiala would have been a very, very solid season in his first year in L.A., and he's tracking pretty much close to that right now. As for him him specifically improving the Kings' offense, I think he's had a hand in that. Uh, if you recall, the Kings were 20th in goals per game last season. So far this season, the Kings are 14th in the NHL, so there has been um, an improvement. Uh, we certainly were expecting to see an improvement, maybe at least being you know in the top half of the NHL in scoring, and that is where the Kings are right now, barely in that top half, but they are in the top half of scoring in the NHL. So we have seen an improved offense. I think Kevin Fiala has had an impact, and I think he has pretty much been what we expected uh, with the LA Kings. Uh, We also had a question going into the season. Would the three players on the Kings that had career years last year have similar numbers? And that was Adrian Kempe, Philip Deneau, and Trevor Moore. Uh, And so far, the answer has pretty much been yes. Um, Again, kind of like Fiala, I didn't expect them all to eclipse their career years uh, from a year ago as far as some of the career numbers they put up, but I expected them to be in the ballpark, and I think that has been the case. We'll start with Adrian Kempe. Last season, his coming out party, 35 goals, 54 points, career highs. Uh, He's on pace right now for 28 goals and 48 points, so in the ballpark, all right? He's he's in about the same area. Approaching a 30-goal scorer, approaching a 50-point player, I think those are good, solid numbers for Adrian Kempe. And there's always room for him to improve. Had a very solid October, had a down November, is having a very had a very good December, and hopefully things will continue in January. So I think Adrian Kempe, um, again, not quite uh, on pace to eclipse his career year a year ago, but he's in the ballpark. And maybe playing on a line with Kevin Fiala, where he's getting some of the offense now, maybe is taken away a little bit. Uh, from uh, Adrian Kempe's production. But I think, realistically, still a very solid season so far for Adrian Kempe and projected to have a solid season going forward. Philip Deneau, last year, uh, 27 goals, by far a career high. He finished with 51 points. And this season, very similar. He's on pace for 24 goals and 58 points, which would be a new career high for him. So Philip Deneau, I think, trending right around where we hoped he would be coming off that career year. Uh, a season ago. And Trevor Moore, uh, same thing, uh, 17 goals, 
31 assists last year, both career highs. This season, Trevor's on pace for 14 goals and 24 assists, so a little bit off the pace, but in the ballpark, right? Um, that's what we were expecting or hoping for, at least I, I was, for these three players for the LA Kings. Again, all coming off numbers that were way off the charts for them in specific categories, and we needed them to at least be in the area of those same numbers again, not necessarily eclipse those numbers, although that would be great, but in the ballpark, and I think that has definitely been the case for Adrian Kempe, for Philip Deneau, and for Trevor Moore. They're all three of them a little bit off the numbers they put up a year ago, but again, in the same area, and, and I think that has been uh, a key for the Kings to continue to get balanced scoring, and then you add in Kevin Fiala and the numbers he's putting up, and that's why we've seen the offense be a little bit better. And there's some other reasons as well we're going to touch on in just a moment, and that includes talking about some of the younger players that we thought maybe would make an impact on the LA Kings roster this year. And of course, we talked about the goaltending going into the season, uh, and that has certainly taken a surprising turn. We're going to talk about that in just a moment. But first, I need to remind you that today's episode is brought to you by our friends at betonline.net. Betonline.net is your number one source for sports betting information, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur sport out there, from football to basketball to esports. We've got you covered at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at Bet Online as well. It is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. Head to BetOnline.net today or use your mobile device to learn more. That is Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, so we're wrapping up uh, our five things to watch for for the LA Kings that we talked about going into the season. And one of the questions was, which younger player will step up and be a solid contributor? to the LA Kings this year. And specifically, we talked about Quinton Byfield. We talked about Arthur Kaliev. We talked about potentially Brant Clark. Um, we didn't really talk much about Gabe Velarde as far as that goes, although I did say at the beginning of the season, I thought this was a career-defining year for Gabe Velarde coming in, signing that one-year contract, a former first-round pick, a guy that needed to kind of prove he was a legit NHL player, and he certainly has done that. Now, he's not quite one of the young players in the in the mold of a of a Byfield or a Kaliev or a Clark, but he's still 23 years old, still uh, in the early part of his NHL career, and he is having a career year. 16 goals so far, leading the LA Kings. That is six more already than his previous career high. He's got 24 points, which is already a career high as well. One more than he had in his previous career high. So I think um, that is fair to say that Gabe Velarde has been a young player who's had a huge impact on the LA Kings offense this year. So we didn't necessarily see that coming. Um, and we were talking more about some of the other younger guys, but uh, obviously Gabe Velarde has been a huge uh, player for the Kings this year and an un unexpected source of offense for the Kings, which has been another reason why the offense has definitely been better. As for Quentin Byfield, uh, obviously his progress has been slowed by the illness um, had to go to the AHL and get some games under his belt. Now he's back in the NHL. They've got him playing on the top line for now. We'll see how that works out. Um, but so far, the jury is still out on this season for Quentin Byfield. Um, and Arthur Kaliev, though, um, yeah, out of the lineup for now. But he's got nine goals and 19 points so far. Uh, he's on pace for 18 goals and 39 points, uh, not playing, for the most part, a top six role. And those would be career highs for him. His career high in goals is 14. I get Again, he's on pace for 18. His career high in points is 27. He's on pace for 39. 
So that certainly has been, I, I would say, a fairly good bright spot for the Kings and obviously him really excelling on that second power play unit. Uh, and also worth mentioning Blake Lazat. And we kind of think of him as a, a younger vet, I guess, at this point a little bit. But Blake's on pace for career highs as well this year. Um, he His career highs were last year 10 goals and 24 points. And on, he's on pace this year for 14 goals and 35 points. So, um, yeah, we've seen uh, some guys stepping up. We talked about guys like Kempe uh, and Deno and more, and now we've also seen uh, Blake Lazat and Arthur Kaliev have stepped up in addition to Gabe Velarde. So the offense has been better, obviously, this year for the Kings, and uh, we've seen guys continue to have some uh, some solid years from different parts of the lineup. So that has been a good sign for the LA Kings that we talked about going into the season so far. Um, approaching the halfway point of the season, obviously, have to talk about the goaltending and. We, we, we mentioned uh, in our number one of the top five things to talk about going into the season was who would be the Kings' number one goalie. And, of course, the conversation was Cal Peterson or Jonathan Quick. Uh, and the answer has been none of the above. And certainly, as, as we've mentioned before, no one could have predicted the answer would be Phoenix Copley, at least the answer for now. Um, his numbers so far with the Kings, the record is phenomenal at 8-1. and one. The goals against average is not bad, 2.58. The save percentage is okay at 9.05. Um, his career best goals against average is 2.88, and his career best save percentage was 9.01. So he is on pace for better numbers in both of those categories. Again, he's not blown away um, his numbers, uh, so to speak, except for you know the win-loss, which is the most important thing. But um, Phoenix Copley getting the job done for sure at the moment. Um I think we're all very curious to see how this plays out. I understand that there maybe is some skepticism that at some point he's going to turn into a pumpkin, um, but so far so good. And it, it hasn't been, you know, through three or four games. It's been a decent sample size uh, of nine games so far. But again, we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. Um, Cal Peterson, uh, we're going to talk about him in a moment. Uh, he was looking good in the AHL. He had kind of a setback this week with a bad performance. So, uh, he's kind of, I guess, in a holding pattern at this at this point as as far as when he could rejoin the Kings, and of course Jonathan Quick uh, right now struggling um, in the in the final year of his contract and uh, concerned that the greatest goalie in Kings history may be playing his final year in LA and it may not be going well. But we're at the halfway point of the season. There's still a whole another half of the season to go, um, and it will be interesting to see how things played out. But that's kind of a look at we as we mentioned at some of the things we talked about going into the season and how so far it has played out as we approach the halfway point of the season. Uh, just to point out, a year ago, after 41 games, the LA Kings had a record of 20-16-5 and five for 45 points. This season, as we approach the halfway point, the Kings are 21-13-6 for 48 points. Uh, last year at this time, the Kings were third in the Pacific. Right now, the Kings are in second place in the Pacific. The Kings last year finished with a 44, 27, and 11 record for 99 points. The Kings right now are on pace for a 43, 27, and 12 record for 98 points. So kind of right on track trending uh, the LA Kings where they were a year ago. So if you were one of those people that thought the Kings had overachieved last year and were due to take a step back, hasn't been the case so far. Uh, if you're one of those people that thought the Kings had a solid season last year, were on track where they should be as far as the rebuild and should take a major step forward this year. Not sure that has been the case. Um, but again, still, I think all in all, pretty solid first half for the LA Kings, despite the up and down ride that they have taken us on 
when you look at the bottom line numbers for, for individual players um, and for the team itself, I think pretty good is where I would, I would say uh, so far for the first half of the season for the LA Kings. Not great, not as good as it could be, but all things considered, I think a pretty good first half of the season. Uh, we're going to give you a quick check on what's been going on lately with the Ontario Reign and specifically Cal Peterson, and also check in on Brant Clark and other Kings prospects at the World Junior Championships, which are going on right now. But first, I want to invite you to check out Locked On NHL Prospects, your daily podcast covering the next ge generation of hockey superstars leading up to the NHL Draft plus NHL draft rankings and top prospects comparisons for every team that is locked on NHL prospects available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. So I did want to mention, um, wanted to check in on the Ontario rain uh, recently in the past few days, they were zero and two. They did have a seven, six loss to the Coachella Valley firebirds on Wednesday. And Cal Peterson was in net for that game. He did allow all seven goals on 38 shots. He also was in net for the Reigns 3-1 loss to the Calgary Wranglers this weekend on Saturday, allowing two goals on 23 shots. So after a pretty good start for Cal in the AHL, he's taken a little bit of a step back. Currently, the record overall is 4-4-1 in eight games, a 2.65 goals against average, a 9.17 save percentage. Uh, we still have no idea when Cal Peterson might be given another chance with the LA Kings. Um, but I would say at the moment, I would say they're not looking to call him up anytime soon. Uh, I think those numbers are okay, but I don't think he's playing. And that that's, I didn't see the game against the F Coachella Valley Firebirds, which is the Seattle Kraken AHL affiliate. Didn't see the game, don't know the circumstances, but seven goals allowed uh, obviously is not what you're looking for at the AHL level for Cal Peterson. So um again if he can turn it on if he can find his game if he can really show the kings he's back on track that's when the decision uh is going to have to be made on what they're going to do uh in net uh, but that that decision is not right now and that decision will not have to be made anytime soon it appears um for the la kings world junior championships going on in canada um and uh the canadian team the favorites going in have advanced to the semifinals. they're in the final four as is Team USA. They'll be playing against each other, coming up in a big game on a Wednesday. As for young Kings defenseman Brant Clark, he's got one goal and three assists in five games so far. Uh, another King draft pick, Kenny Connors, is a forward for Team USA. He's got one goal in five games. Uh, and also Kings defensive prospect Otto Celine. Uh, he had three assists in five games for Team Finland, who went 2-1-1 one, one in the tournament and did not advance into the semifinals. So uh, we shall see going forward how it goes for Brant Clark in, in particular and uh, Team Canada. But so far, it seems so good for Brant Clark with the Canadian junior team. Uh, I am excited to let you know that Jim Fox is going to join us on Wednesday's show, tomorrow's show. I uh, want to definitely get his thoughts on the Kings' first half of the season. We had him on in the preseason and discussed a number of things, and we're going to revisit some of those questions that we posed to him at the beginning of the season and see what he feels the answers are now uh, at the midway point of the season. So very excited to be joined by one of the best in the business, longtime LA Kings TV analyst, Jim Fox, is going to join us on tomorrow's show. Now, to accommodate Jim, um, we are going to release tomorrow's show a little bit later in the day. I usually like to try and get this show out around 2, 3 o'clock, sometime, sometime like that. Um, but he cannot join us until 4 o'clock tomorrow. Uh, and so the show will not be posted until around five o'clock. So if you listen on the podcast, maybe on your on your drive home, it should be ready for you 
uh, tomorrow about five o'clock. And uh, if you're if you're listening or you're watching, I should say on the YouTube channel again, about five o'clock, it should be up there. But this is going to be one of those episodes that is going to live for a little while. Right. This one has some legs. You don't have to watch it immediately. Uh, it's not necessarily time sensitive, so to speak, like a, a, a game recap might be. Um, so anyway, um, again, excited that Jim Fox is going to join us coming up on tomorrow's show on Wednesday show to get his thoughts on the Kings first half of the season. And that should be uh, very uh, insightful and enter- entertaining as always. Uh, if you would like to send me an email, we will have a feedback show at some point this week. Uh, the email address where you can t- talk about the LA Kings or anything else that's on your mind is locked on Eddie at gmail.com E D D I E locked on Eddie at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter. We are at locked on LA Kings and we're on Instagram at Locked on LA Kings as well. Thank you for making Locked on LA Kings your first listen. Uh, for your next listen, check out Locked on NHL Prospects, your daily podcast covering the next generation of hockey superstars leading up to the NHL draft plus NHL draft rankings and top prospect comparisons for every team. Locked on NHL Prospects available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. I am Eddie Garcia. Thanks for listening and watching Locked on LA Kings. Looking forward to a big game tonight against the Dallas Stars. And as always, we close out the show by saying... Go Kings, go.